This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, where hunters new and old come to learn and find inspiration from stories of hunts gone by. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the outdoor way of life, and there is no better time to start than right now. So let's head into the great outdoors with your host, Dylan Ray. All right, guys, welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101. I'm going to redo that because I got told last week, uh, they said you always say all right when you start the podcast. So every single intro is all right, guys. If you're going to say it, be like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in there. I don't even know. How to... <laughs> Actually, we'll just run this, man. You, you just made run it. it. You made it a good intro, so we won't even edit any of this out. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast. I'm joined by two thugs, uh, two friends of mine, uh, two guys that I'm blessed and uh, to consider friends, Mr. Steve Alley from Scentlock and Nexus Outdoors. Steve, how are you, man? Doing well, Don. Thank you very much. Really, uh, really happy to be here. It's finally, finally made it. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, man. It has. I feel like you're, you're, you're possibly one of the... You're possibly one of the guys that I communicate with the most that's never been on the show. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that on my ride in this morning while I was thinking about this show. And uh, yeah, no, we're going to make it happen and maybe it'll be a little bit easier moving forward. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were supposed to have you on, what was it, um, earlier this week and uh, you partied too hard and uh, couldn't come on. Your voice was gone. Yeah, well, no, wasn't that that was the previous the previous week, and um, my uh, my daughter actually got sick, and um, it was terrible. It was it was after the my my daughter got sick on a camping trip up in the UP in northern Michigan, um, in uh, uh, on the holiday weekend, and uh, she uh, she ended up you know throwing up in the tent, and uh, it just it went from being a pretty decent weekend to being kind of a terrible time where we had to pack up our goods and and head back down south so but um yeah and it, it lasted for a while it's some kind of weird five-day flu that i guess went through a whole entire daycare so that's that's what kind of put a burden on that last podcast with us yeah my uh my son got it too man and uh you know he's only i don't know how old your daughter is but uh you know my son's about to be three so it's it's like the worst age for him to get sick because mm. they don't understand i'm sick so they want to keep playing and having fun but then they don't feel good so then it's just 
it's a struggle, man. And then, and then they don't, they can't wrap their mind around. I got to take the disgusting medicine because it'll make me feel better. Um, yeah. so they don't take their medicine. So I'm in there, you know, mixing up all sorts of concoctions saying, Hey dude, it's a milkshake. And he's, <laughs> and he's like, no, this is nasty. And I'm like, dang it. Uh, she's a year and a half. So she can't communicate what's going on. Like, I don't know if her throat's right. sore or what. So it's, it's a, it's a tough few ages there, I think to, to, um, navigate through ailments so yeah i agree yeah it's uh it's rough man but uh we also have mr matt jennings matt how are you man you've been on the show before i've been on the show i'm doing well man how are you doing today man i'm absolutely wonderful it is uh sunny and beautiful here in kansas um spent the, the morning shooting my bow so you can't beat that and uh you know matt i got a, I got a couple uh I got a couple notes about you from last show. A couple people messaged me in and talked about you. Oh, I hope I hope good stuff. <laughs> All bad stuff, my friend. All bad stuff. No, All bad. Uh, the, well, the first let's, message let's, I leave, got. let's leave that part out then, I guess, and go on to the next next part. <laughs> the first message I got, uh, somebody just said, man, you need to have some more uh, Southern boys on the show because that twang kept me interested. Oh, that oh, voice, good. man! That voice, that voice grabs everyone. I told we had a conversation about that. Uh, what is that? A few weeks ago, Matt. Yeah, it's yeah. I've had a, and you know, I stay in the Midwest a lot, and no matter where I go, people pick up on it quick. And I don't, to to me, I don't talk that country. I guess because you know I'm always, I guess, around it. But the first time I ever watched myself on TV, I was like, dang, I sound like a hick. You know, Did I sound that <laughs> dumb, and. uh but it's, I guess it's got its pros and its cons, you know. You know, I, uh, moving to Kansas, I never thought I had a bad accent. Um, you know, just, and I was from the northern part of Arkansas, so it's not near as thick as, as some. But, uh, moving to Kansas, everybody was like, man, you've got a thick draw. And I'm like, you need to come back home because, uh, <laughs> because I, I go back home now and I listen to people and I'm like, good Lord, man. And, uh, but, but still my wife, when I get real excited, uh, I talk fast, you know, like they do in the South. And uh, and my wife will say, slow down, you're talking Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I always talk fast, so I guess I'm always excited. So I guess that's a win-win. You know, that's, uh, that's, what, I, that's what I've enjoyed about communicating with you. Um, get on the phone with some people, and it's just a dread. And they're like, man, dog died. You know, this happened, water pipe, bus, whatever. Uh, I get on the phone with Matt, and it's just a good time. You know, it's just, it's, it's, we're excited about hunting. We're talking about hunting, and uh, it's just always fun. Oh, yeah, man. It's always a blast. And I mean, I like to, I mean, just for the viewer or whoever's watching or listening, you know, I want to pull them into what we're doing and make them feel just a, a part of it as what we're doing as we're doing it. And uh, that's the, you know, that's the main goal is to, you know, draw people and, and, you know, get them involved in it. So yeah, I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're able to do that. Now, before we go any further, uh, you guys, if you've listened to this show or followed me on social media for any amount of time or Matt, you know, we're both huge fans of all the Nexus brands. Um, and so Steve, uh, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. It's a pleasure to call you a friend. Uh, but before we jump in, give us a quick introduction to yourself and what all you do at Nexus. Yeah, Dylan, thank you. Um, I am the uh, senior marketing manager of uh, Nexus Outdoors. Um, I, uh, I'm, I guess in a nutshell, I manage uh, a lot of our pro staff, work, work with uh, fellows such as yourself, um, 
And uh, I also manage a large um, ambassador team. Um, we have quite a big ambassador team, about 600 that I, in, in tandem, I work with uh, ambassador leads um, to, to keep, that, keep that relationship um, flowing. Um, I also run a um, internal marketing department. I have, um, I have a, uh, creative, uh, director who's, uh, just a beast of a designer who helps with a lot of the design work that we do. Um, I do a little bit on the side cause that's kind of my background as well. Um, I also, uh, work closely with a photographer, videographer, Brent, um, who he does quite a bit of the imagery that you guys see, um, on our social, on our websites, our, any print, so on and so forth. Um, and then uh, another aspect of my job, I work closely with a sales team and a digital marketing manager um, to keep the, um, the health of our website going. Um, we're constantly doing updates, some updates that not even maybe users such as yourself would see just with like SEO, um, you know, search engine optimization, just trying to keep the organic health of the website um, to keep up with the big boys in the industry, um, you know, in tandem with that, we also, um, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we're starting to pick away at, um, user interface, um, portions of the website to try to keep users intrigued, keep, make it, make shop your shopping experience a little bit easier. Um, and just, just have an overall better experience with our website and, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much in a nutshell. I mean, there's a lot of other things we get pulled into day and day, as you know, I, I communicate with you quite often. Um, we're starting to get an Amazon and this and that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whirlwind, but it's, it's fun. And, uh, we, we have a good time doing it. Now you're not only a good friend of the podcast and a good friend of, of mine, but, uh, Scentlock and all the Nexus brands work really closely with Bear Archery as well. That's um, correct. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a pleasure to tie in brands that that uh, that I believe in, but also that that believe in in me and the other brands that I work with. So um, it's always been a pleasure to work with with you and the other guys at, at Nexus. Um, how did you and Mister Matt get tied up together? Oh man, I was thinking about that this morning. Um, Matt reached out to me, but I think initially, Matt, you. You got in with um, Nick Andrews, who's uh, my predecessor, essentially. I mean, I have, I have about two predecessors. I think um, Nick left before my the previous gentleman who uh, who gave me, who I, I took his place. But um, yeah, Matt Cold called me one day, just kind of told me about his his uh, relationship with Nick Andrews and and uh, and Scentlock and he uh, got me got me linked up with uh, some of his his content that he's done with uh, some of the products that um nick gave him and right right from there i noticed that he had a he had a good knack for uh for great um authentic content which you know when i first initially started here content was kind of lacking you know we'd have we had we had some good assets but man to to keep a social media platform flowing and you guys all know this because you do it day in day out like you you can't have enough content i mean especially if you're someone like any of these bigger brands posting two, three times a day and you want to have original stuff day in and day out. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. So when I saw that, that talent, um, from Matt in conjunction with, um, some of his shows he's done, I just thought, you know, this is a guy I want to work with. Um, Matt, did I explain that <laughs> well enough? That sounded pretty professional. <laughs> 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 uh, 
It's funny yeah, hearing you say that. It's funny hearing you say that because most rednecks aren't that good with the camera. Oh, <laughs> that's what. That's why I got the best editor in the business. <laughs> we have to do a lot of chopping. Nice. No, I uh, I was joking. Um, now, Matt, you also recently joined the Bear Archery family. Um, uh, I did. Was your connection with Steve and and Scentlock and Scentlock's connection with Bear Archery part of that switch? Oh yeah, uh, Steve's a hundred percent. I mean, I give him ever every bit of credit for getting me hooked up. Uh, by Alec, I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't I wouldn't be there because in the hunting industry, it's all about relationships. And if you don't got one, the connection to build the relationship. And uh, Steve, he's he's helped me. I mean, you know, hands down almost i meant more than anybody ever else has you know and uh, i can't ever thank him enough for doing that and uh hooking me up with bear and trophy ridge and and i'm loving the products and can't wait to get in the field to use them yeah absolutely now this is your first so this will be your first season hunting with bear right yes sir correct what bow are you shooting again we might have talked about this last time but what bow uh, are you shooting? uh the redemption that's a good bow man Yep, it is uh i will say it's it's built perfect it's quiet it's fast it's durable and it's designed to you know do what you want it to do when you want to do it and uh i can't wait to to get out and get going with it we got a redemption eko from alec here in the house uh, for marketing use and i did shoot the other day i'm not gonna lie and um i did i did like it i did like it you guys um i think you know in the Previous years, I've shot different brands, obviously, before going to Nexus and having this relationship with uh, with Bear. But um, Alex, Alex has been super, or Alec has been super generous with uh, product for for our photo shoots. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm picking these things up. I'm shooting them, and um, yeah, I, I can't. It, I, it, they're they're amazing products. I I, I actually just some quick background. My first bow was a Bear bow. Um, so the first buck I ever shot was with a bear bow. And actually I talked about that on the Eichler's podcast when I went out and visited him. So I, Fred thought that was pretty cool. And, um, so I have, I have, I have bear in my roots, you could say. Now that's another guy, um, that just aligns perfectly with both brands. And, uh, oh, yeah, totally. you know, I, I absolutely, Fred Eichler has become one of my favorite guys in the world to talk with. Just, just like Matt, man, just an, an excited guy. You know, he's not, he's not ever bored. Um, he's always excited. He's always happy. He's always, you know, just in a good mood. And, uh, I mean, that's, those are the kind of people I love conversating with. Um, and so, you know, both Matt and, and, uh, and Fred, just great, great ambassadors for not only the sport of hunting, but, but for both bear and Scentlock as well, just great guys. Um, now I was joking before we got on the phone, uh, we were waiting on Matt for a minute and I uh, texted him. I said, dude, Steve said you've got 32 seconds to get on here. You don't have a sponsorship. <laughs> so, so he it took him 37 seconds. So, if you guys, if anybody is listening to this from another clothing company, uh, Matt is in the in the sponsor. I'm a free agent. <laughs> no, uh, again, just just you know, I wanted to kind of get the intros out of the way and kind of tie in everything together because it's always interesting to me. Um, how hunting in the hunting community is such a small world. Uh, and so I like to make those connections, uh, with people so they can understand, you know, uh, how are these guys such good of friends when, you know, they live 
14, 15 hours away from one another. Uh, well, it's because we all work with the same people and we all work together for the same common goal. And so, you know, we're constantly communicating back and forth about what can we do better? How can we help? How can we, you know, work in this situation? But also, you know, I get a ton of comments and, and I'm sure you guys are the same. I get a ton of comments from people. Um, you know, how can I be in the hunting industry? How can I, how do you get sponsors? How, you know, how do you, uh, how can I make a living out of this? And I tell people, you know, and I, I, I heard, I think it was Cameron Haynes talk about this, uh, just the quality of a good photo. And, uh, you know, if you'll consistently take good photos and share them, um, of companies that, that you like and enjoy, it'll get noticed. Um, and it'll get, it'll get the attention of those companies because companies are always looking for good content. Now, again, is that going to get you paid immediately? No. Uh, but if you want to get your foot in the outdoor industry, start producing good quality photo content and, you know, send it to these companies, tag them in it on social media. And I promise you it'll catch their attention if they consistently see, man, this guy's always posting good content of scent locker, of, of bear or, you know, these boots or this backpack or, you know, whatever else they might be uh, using or wearing. And, and I promise you it'll catch the attention of those others around you. I agree, Dylan. Yeah, that's hundred uh, percent. The hunting industry and us being, you know, small. Um, I think that's a huge thing for us, just all to work together and um, and just be one. Because you know, unfortunately, uh, and this is something I was thinking about earlier is there's there's a lot more people that are against the hunting industry, and for us to not work together and be together as one um, can be can it just shoots us in the foot essentially. So, um, but back to the content thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's how I, that's how I found Matt essentially was content. It's content's King. And, um, uh, I, that was well said. Um, sorry, Matt, you can, you can go ahead. Oh yeah. On the content stuff. I mean, you know, people trying to get in the industry cause I get a hundred messages like that a day and I always tell them do enough good work where you can't be denied and work that work ethic goes a long way. And, uh, you know, everybody just thinks it's it's handed to you, but it's not. And yeah. you got to, you know, a, a go, or a dream is just a dream without a goal. And yeah. you got, you know, set your goals and, you know, just, you know, I hate to say this, but because I like to take off running as fast as I can. But there for a while, you got to crawl until you get that following or the right person sees you or you make that right connection. And, uh because it's not easy. I um, mean, you know, there's a, a million people trying to do what we do, and we've been blessed enough to do it. And uh, it's just one of those things where you say your prayers and, you know, put in the work and set your goals and, you know, make it happen instead of waiting yeah. around to somebody give it to you. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you don't understand how many times I was working on, on stuff, on videos or pictures or, or whatever podcasts. And, and my wife, you know, I had to give up family time with my wife. I had to work in the evenings. I had to work on the weekends and, and to get that stuff because I had a 40 hour week job. And so, you know, there was a lot of time put in where I wasn't making a stinking dime. Uh, not only that, I wasn't even getting the, you know, I was buying the products. Um, yep. and so like you said, I, you know, there was a lot of time where I had to, I had to decide, is this something I want? And if it was, I had to go out and work for it. Uh, but I also, I want to share this uh, with the listener as well. If you want to make something of yourself in the outdoor industry, um, you need to ask yourself, rather than what can Scentlock do for me, what can I do for Scentlock? And rather, what can Bear Archery do for me, what can I do for Bear Archery? 
Oh, and I could plug any name in there, Schnee's Boots, an, an Initial Ascent, or Alaska Guide Creations. I mean, what can I do for them rather than what can they do for me? Uh, because I promise you that's something else that goes noticed by those companies. You know, if you're always just asking for this and that and that and the other, rather than saying, hey, what can I do for you? What do you need? Is there any kind of content uh, that I can help you with? You know, if I go on a trip, I try to reach out to every single one of my my sponsors and say, is there any kind of specific content I can help you with? Uh, because I'm headed to Colorado, headed to, you know, Total Archery Challenge or Mountain Archery Fest or whatever. Is there any kind of content that you need that would help you? Um, and, and that goes noticed as well. Uh, but I also want to make a note. You know, you see a lot of guys in the outdoor industry um, and you think, man, they're, they're living the dream. Um, let me just say this. There's a lot of guys in the outdoor industry, um, even big names that still have full-time jobs um, and, and they still have to work. So, so don't, I also want to say, don't fall into the misconception of like, well, once I have, you know, a TV show or a podcast or sponsors, then I get to quit my job and just hunt. Uh, because that is a very strong misconception as well. Um, you know, you hear guys like Cameron Haynes. I mean, he still has a a job, a 40 hour week job. Um, I, I would be lying through my teeth if I told you I got to hunt for a living because I don't. Um, I do podcasting and marketing for a living just so happens to be in the outdoor industry. So that's another big misconception that, that, and I don't know how we got on this topic. This is not what I wanted to talk about at all, but uh, (laughs) I guess we got time, but I do think, you know, I think the listener wants to hear that because I think, you know, a lot of the listeners are thinking, well, how can I make it in the outdoor industry? How can I make something of myself? And these are just some good ideas and, and, and tips and tricks and, and also warnings. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not for the week. I promise you. No, it's funny, Mac. I was thinking about you last year when you uh you had the opportunity with that that monster buck and you know cards weren't played correctly, it just didn't work out for you. But then wh- how what did you finish the year out with? Like five not decent, I shouldn't say decent, five great bucks that you 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 bust your butt for, man. Oh yeah, I mean I, I took a or and the year before, you know, you always got pressure going into each every season because you got to live up to the hype the year before and then you got social media and then you got your sponsors that you want to you know take to the next level and you know show their products doing what it's supposed to do being successful and man last year i took a butt whipping and Mm -hmm. i was out at the point ready to lay down and cry but I didn't, and, you know, I'm still in a good mood, chipper, but on the inside, you know, I'm feeling like crap. Damn, you know, I'm hurting, but I don't, you know, don't show it because, uh, I mean, you got to act professional like you've been there before. And and from November, mid-November to uh, Christmas, I think I killed six bucks. Smallest one was a buck 35. Biggest one was 150. And, you know, it, it can all change in, you know, a split second. And, okay. You know, I mean, and that's what it's about. You can't give up because regardless if I'm, if I got a camera over my shoulder or if I'm doing it for living or part living, I'm going to be hunting. And like, that's just, that's my thing. And uh, I love it and I've always loved it. And that's one thing the person that's wanting to get into the industry, they got, they got to absolutely love it a million percent. They can't just like it. They got to love it and be dedicated to it to ever 
gain any traction off of it. Yeah, to be passionate and get to have that drive and work hard. I think I remember I, I talked to you on a phone one day and you're like, man, I, I slept in a ground blind last night just so I can get an opportunity. You know, it's like you just got to have that got to have that dedication. You got to come up with new tactics to get yourself in, in front of these just mysterious animals, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, getting the, uh, you know, when you're getting to 150s plus, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta put the due diligence in, you gotta, you gotta put the work in and, you know, it's not all about size too, for the, for the listeners as well. I mean, yeah, you know, anything's, anything can be a trophy. Just, you just gotta, you just gotta be, you just gotta accept and have fun doing it, you know? hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, what kind of hunts do you guys got lined up for this year, 2022? Oh, man, I think Matt's all over the place. I'm kind of, I kind of do the same thing each year. Um, I had that exciting uh, turkey hunt at Eichler's, which was, su- I was super blessed to, uh, to be able to partake in and meet the family. And um, it, 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 that was a great time. Um, I have, uh, I have family property down in Illinois. So you'll probably see me down there uh, for, uh, archery opener as usual. Um, and then, uh, I do, I do a little back and forth on some small properties here in Michigan, private properties. I also do a little bit of public land, um, which public land with the, with the big drive in the outdoor industry this last year and hunting and special, especially I, you know, I had, I, I, I noticed that there was a lot more pressure out there. Um, and I just tried to, I just tried to take it, take advantage of it, try to set up in spots where I felt like you know, other hunters might push deer my way. Um, but, um, I got into saddle hunting recently and that was kind of a game changer, especially on public land where I can, I can make moves if a guy walks in and, you know, I don't like the situation. It, it takes me 15 minutes to get down and go back over to another tree and another 15 minutes to get back up in the tree. You know, I can, I can adapt and change. And then, um, uh, sorry, I'm kind of blabbing here guys. I guess in November is kind of my big, longer or longer duration in Illinois. I'll go down there for maybe about two weeks at times. Um, generally first, second week, or maybe I stagger and do second to third week in November and, um, down in Illinois. And this is, uh, West, uh, you could say West central, um, Illinois, Schuyler County, uh, between Illinois and, um, Illinois and, uh, Mississippi river. Um, but aside from that, I don't have any really big hunt, other hunts, um, um, but you know, you guys can always invite me on some hunts. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. No, uh, I invited you on a hunt last year, man. I invited you on a hunt last year and you yeah, turned man. me down for like a wedding or something. I had obligations, but, uh, he said I had obligations. Come on, Steve. <laughs> was, that, was that for a pheasant no, hunt? Uh, I don't. No, that was for we talked about a pheasant hunt, uh, no, uh, but that, that was, was later. Uh, Texas, wasn't it? That was Texas with yeah. with Alec. I know, uh, I know. I should have went with you guys. But. Me and Alec went down to Texas, dude, and Alec laid the smackdown on a whitetail. Alec shot that deer so hard that it shed both of its antlers. His antlers fell off. I saw <laughs> <laughs> all that horsepower from that bare bow, <laughs> dude. That was one of the funniest things ever. So Whoa. I wasn't there. Um, we were hunting in a different area for free ranging axis. Um, but, but Alec and, and one of my other friends were there and he shoots this whitetail. And so they go to find it. And while they're walking to find it, um, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was the guide or Alec or my, my friend, but he said, look, here's a shed. So they pick it up. And, uh, 
and they keep walking, you know, another 20 yards and they say, look, here's another set. Dude, it's a matching set. <laughs> they were like, cool. That's awesome, man. And, uh, and so then they keep walking and they find his deer just 60 yards from where yeah, he shot it at. <laughs> and there was no antlers on it. And, uh, he said, dude, I know I shot a buck. And he said, <laughs> and he said, well, I think these are its antlers, uh, here. And, uh, and so sure enough, it was those antlers and, and the guide got behind that deer and it was so funny, man, the footage of it. Uh, but he's holding that deer head up and he has the antlers on it. And he said, uh, Hey, come hunt with us here at Pope brothers guide service, uh, where we have these new, uh, detachable antlers deers. You can have them wide, you can have them narrow. And he moves the antlers in and out. And he says, anything you want wide or narrow. We got them all. Yeah. And, uh, it was absolutely one of the funniest things ever. Uh, but that was a fun hunt, man. We ended up shooting a whole lot of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it's hard to beat Texas. I don't, yeah, I don't care wherever you hunt. Like, it's so gamey. I learned yeah. the first time I ever went to Texas, you better take two quivers to the blind with you and pray to goodness that's enough arrows. You got to bring Ted Nugent's quiver with you. Yeah. I know kids. Super, super stacked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got like double stack. Yeah. Um, He's all uh, about the mystical flight. <laughs> yeah. The new 84 arrow. Oh man. Now, um, me and uh, man, now that you say that, uh, uh, Steve, I feel bad. Uh, me and Matt are going to try to hook up and hunt in Oklahoma this year. Um, and that's going to be a blast, but Steve, we'll have to, I'll have to get you an invite, man. We'll tell you the dates and, and see if you can make it, but I'm sure you'll have some kind of wedding or something. Oh man. Yeah, no, please do. <laughs> I'm open to it, man. Just, we'll, we'll link up. I promise. It'll be a good time. It'll be a real good time there in Oklahoma. Uh, we're going to hunt with uh, Liberty Ranch Outfitters, some of my good friends down there. Uh, always been um, a pleasure to hunt with. They've got you know awesome cabins and, and a lodge and and uh, just great deer, and so it's going to be a blast. But, uh, no, cool. I, I did, though. Before we move on, I just now got an email. My watch dinged me, and I looked down at my watch, and it says uh, delivery notification, and I'm like, oh, snap. Uh, and so I have a new uh, pack upstairs um, that I'm anxious to to go check out. I got the uh, an initial scent IA2K uh, pack waiting for me upstairs. So uh, I'm incredibly excited to check that thing out. Incredibly excited to use it this season. And because uh, uh, man, that design on that pack is just incredible. And so I'm excited to to put it to work and and uh, and use it this season. But um, moving on. Um, if you guys were to say, uh, and, and let's let's keep this clothing specific since we do have uh, Steve on here. Um, if you guys were to say, here's my biggest tip for you in hunting um, when it comes to clothing or, or, or the gear that you wear, uh, what would that tip be? Oh, man. I mean, this last year, Matt knows this because he lived it. Um, man, that heated vest is a game changer. I wore the least amount of layers I ever have to man, I don't know, all the way to like mid-November. I'm usually layering up and I I, I wore that vest in. I brought all the layers I normally wore and I, I literally left probably about, you know, a layer or two in my backpack on those sets. I mean, it, it it's it's amazing. I was always thinking like, I always thought, nah, I'm never going to get that heated stuff. I don't want battery packs. I don't want this. I don't want that. And then, you know, then I got with Nexus and it's like, hey, let's try these products out. And it just it just blew my mind. Oh, Matt, I'm sure you agree. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's a, like I said, I think in one of the videos, it's a game changer. And, you know, sent a lot, let, let the secret out on it. I mean, you can go in, you know, lightweight and, you know, bow hunter, 
your your clothing is everything because one you got to get in tight with them you got to be in their face you got to be able to move when you can and be flexible because y'all boys know how it is i mean it it never goes down the way you want it to go down you always have to you know pull a trick shot and with that heated vest you can you know decrease on your layers and go in lighter and still have the the comfort and the warmth that you would with all the other stuff that you usually would have on and it just gives you that extra edge and advantage to be more successful yeah i couldn't agree more because you know when you got all those layers on you feel like you're the michelin tire guy up in that tree stand and all of a sudden you got to do a backflip and draw and um it's it it, it, it seriously is a game changer another thing with that vest too it's it's um it's Primaloft insulation too. So um, even when the vest isn't on, it's it's got some thermal value to it even. So like, even, let's say you get out there and you don't even need that heat. You still have this thermal value of that insulation as well. And it's it's super lightweight too. Let's say you didn't want to, let's say you didn't want to wear it in. You shove that thing in your backpack and pull it out when need be too. So um, it's, one, it's one of my favorite pieces. I mean, I enjoy a lot of our pieces, but that, just that, just that, that was like the next level for me because I've always used Scentlock garments, but that was just a technology that I didn't have in my arsenal that I do now. And I, I, I couldn't go without it. Yeah. I can't wait to try it out. <laughs> you don't got one? <laughs> no. Um, oh, another good thing this year, I guess this could be for the listeners who have used the vest and, um, have been users of Scentlock. Um, that vest, we had a time limit on it of 45 minutes. So you'd be sitting there nice and toasty and all of a sudden you start losing that edge a little bit and you'd wonder what the heck's going on. Well, the vest would turn off after 45 minutes. This year we changed that. It doesn't turn off. It's going to stay heated constantly the whole entire time. Um, another thing is two people are buying into these battery packs on Amazon, which they're great battery packs. Um, but they have this IQ technology in them that, um, would, when they're not, when they're inactive for a certain amount of time and you go to push that button on the vest, it wouldn't work. So people thought their vests were broken while they're in the tree stand, you know, at that crucial moment when they needed it. And really it turned out it was the battery pack that goes to sleep and you got to wake the battery pack back up by hitting this button on the side. And then you can turn your vest back on. Well, um, for this season, we actually teamed up with a battery company. We're coming out with our own battery pack that won't have that issue. It's going to work perfectly with the vest. It's going to fit in that pocket. And I believe it's, um, I forget the size of it, but it's, it's getting up to the size where you can have your, uh, you can have your vest cranked for about six, you know, eight plus hours. So, um, that's Dang. another, another big it's thing. Pretty, that, um, what's it's that? pretty much going to be big enough to be able to jump off your truck if your truck battery's dead also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can heat your core and jump your full in one. <laughs> All in one. Uh, All Steve, in one. Are you guys going to the Total Archery Challenge this week in uh, Michigan? Man, I, I'm I'm not. Unfortunately, I can't make it. Um, I'm kind of a little bummed about it, but um, you know, Alex been Alex been really cool uh, with my involvement with it. Um, we uh we've been doing some giveaways with some of those uh with some of the events and um he, he's rocking our he's rocking some of those black vests that we sent you they had bear archery sewn on one side so scentlock is scentlock still has an has some existence there but um i i won't be there this weekend um we do have some ambassadors that will be there um 
Uh, James Brabson, who's with the bear archery team as well. Um, he'll be up there representing us and, and bears. So, um, I meant to reach out to him. I probably will here before the weekend, but, um, no, I will not be. That's a crying shame, man. I know. I'm just kidding. No, it's a busy <laughs> time of the year, man. It really is. You know, I, you know, back to that, that topic of it just being a grind. Um, you know, I told my wife, um, you know, I gave her all the dates of all the mountain archery fests and total archery challenges. And, uh, you know, then we've got Pope and Young convention and, and, um, and I just told her all these dates and she looks at me like I have four heads and I'm like, I'm sorry. You know what am I, there's nothing I can do about it. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. it's like 38 days of the next 50, uh, that I'm gone. So it's, it's rough, but, uh, but again, it is a good time to, to, to see all the guys and, and, uh, you know, you get to meet people that you've literally grown up idolizing, you know, I mean, um, you know, guys like Chuck Adams and Michael Waddell. And I mean, these guys that you watched as, as a kid and, uh, now you're sitting there, you know, having a burger with them or shooting on the range with them or whatever. And it's just, yeah. it's a real, it's a real pleasure to get to go to the events. But, but back to what we were talking about, it is a grind and it is something that, you know, you got to decide, is this what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to balance that family time, unfortunately too. And yeah, like you said, I mean, you're out it, before, you know, your whole summer ca- calendar's filled. Yeah. Right? And, and you got to make sacrifices. So, um, yeah, no, I, uh, Archer channel or art. It's, it's going to be an amazing event. Um, I actually have buddies that go up there every year. Um, I'm going to make it up there one of these years for sure. And I'll hit that, I'll hit that 110 and walk away with a free truck here eventually. Right. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you want to talk about one of the baddest trucks on planet earth. It's right. Stinking there. Dude, that, that camo, it's sharp. Amazing on a truck. I couldn't believe it. I did just partner with, uh, you know, I got a new partner announcement. Um, I did just partner with NZ Campers, and, uh, and they're, I'm going to get get a, a custom-built hunting 101 camper, and uh, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make that thing wrapped in Fredbear camo uh, because that thing is just, that camo is just awesome looking. And, uh, you know, I've tried as hard as I could to get Scentlock to produce camo uh, clothing in it, but uh, they won't. They won't. I don't even, Did you talk to the right guy? I don't know anybody <laughs> over there to pull strings in. <laughs> no, you were talking about that camper. Um, well, we'll have to talk some more. I'm, I definitely can help out with something. So let's let's talk. Yeah, it'll be it'll be really cool, man. Um, you know, it, they're custom built by hunters for hunters, and so they literally have you know like scent lock cabinets, um, like ozone storage cabinets built into wow. the camper. Uh, they've got, and I already told them, I said, dude, don't build that in mine because I'm going to put one of the ozone cabinets uh, closets in there. Um, and he's like, that'll be cool. And so that's what I'm going to do: just bolt one of the one of the Oz by scent lock. Um, closets in there but uh you know bow bow hangers and and gun cabinets and uh they've got like a 110 or i'm sorry like a 160 yeti cooler that pulls out so you can store all your meat in there and stuff and uh, just it's so cool man go check out nz campers on social media um on instagram that's e-n-z-y campers llc on instagram uh because they are really cool and i can't wait uh hopefully they can make fred bear camo uh happen on that thing because that would be incredible here I'm picturing a teardrop, and now you're talking about putting uh, one of those closets in there. It's a pretty decent sized camper, then, eh? Yeah, um, you know I don't know 
I don't know the exact size yet, but uh, yeah, it's a big. It's you know, it's a uh, it's an enclosed box trailer. Um, that they you know they buy the box trailers and then and then turn them into a camper. You know, with four bunk beds and and a little kitchenette. And uh, yep. you know, I, I already checked, and I'm like, dude, my hunting buggy is a golf cart. I need to be able to pull that thing up in there. Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, not a problem. So. You know, it's, it's really cool, um, and so I'm super excited about it to have kind of a, a hunting one-on-one driving billboard down the road, but uh, but also a place, you know, something my wife is super pumped about because uh, she's not a camping gal, um, so so I'm excited to have somewhere for her to sleep when we go out in the, in the woods. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Matt, run us through your uh, your fall plans. You're all over the place, and uh you know, I, it's funny when I said, Hey, let's go to Oklahoma. You're like, well, man, we'll find time. But dude, I've got, you know, Kentucky <laughs> and, and you name like 84 different places you're deer hunting this year. And I'm like, well, good Lord. 86, 86, not 84. <laughs> Don't you cut me short. <laughs> Don't you cut me short. Give me more credit than that. I'm talking, we're on the phone with my boss, man. You got to give me a little bit more credit. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, we'll start off, uh, August, end of August, I think it's the last weekend this year in uh, Tennessee for the velvet hunt. Um, I got me a little lease down there and uh, it's got some pretty decent deer on it. And uh, we'll hunt there for three days, jump on a plane, uh, fly up to uh, Tony D's place at a 4T Outfitter, bear hunt up there for five days, fly back in to uh, Kentucky to One Fatal Mistake Outfitter and uh, hope hopefully close a chapter that that I want to close so bad on a deer up there if he's still around. And uh, I think I'm going to go pheasant hunting in uh, South Dakota with some of my buddies uh, October. And uh, then I'll have uh, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and uh, Texas. So we'll be rocking and rolling pretty good. Yeah, you've got a, you've got a line up there. Yeah, yeah, I like to keep it fully stacked. And and the bad thing about it is, I'm like, man, I wonder if I could put one more, you know, one more trip in there. Because when it's deer season, I don't want to miss a day. You know, I hate I hate missing a day traveling, going to another spot. Like I'm sad about it because I'm not getting to go, you know, hunt and you know see what or what you know miss what I'm missing out on. Like it just yeah. And uh, but that's just you know how it is, but. We got some good places lined up this year, and hopefully we're going to have a really good year and set the bar a little bit higher and and uh, go do our thing. So, yeah, no, it, I, I'm excited to watch it unfold, man. I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to have you back on after the end of the year and talk about the the 74 deer that you kill this year. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it'll be fun. Um, I do want to ask you, Steve, and if I'm in the wrong about this, we can certainly edit it out, but. Uh, Let's talk blocker for a minute. Um, you yeah. know, I talk a whole lot of scent lock just because that's kind of where my heart is. Uh, but blocker is another one of you guys' brands that's just phenomenal. Uh, when did you guys acquire blocker? Oh man, um, I think about I think 2018, or could have maybe been. I, I'm not too certain. I actually, I used to do contract work for. That's how I got this relationship with uh, Nexus Outdoors. I did contract work where I was doing. Um, some uh, content generation, and I was also working on their weekly uh, their eblast um, sales, and um, they were acquiring it right when that time happened. I think that was kind of towards the 
end of 2018 funneling into 2019. So yeah, we bought it from uh, Robinson, which used to be Robinson Outdoors, um, aka uh, Scent Blocker. Um, and then from there, we kind of evolved the brand into um, a few, a couple different series. Um, so now it is known as Blocker Outdoors, and which encompasses uh, Scent Blocker, which has a similar carbon story that Scent Lock has. So if you wanted to, you know, for those hardcore whitetail hunters who want that extra edge on scent elimination, we have that product for them. And then on the other half of um, Blocker Outdoors, we have our Shield series, which has our S3 technology, which is uh, essentially uh, silver technology to help fight uh, bacteria next to skin, which also, you know, is kind of an odor uh, elimination type of, um, of technology but we're really trying to push that side of um, Blocker Outdoors, our Shield Series, for kind of the any season, any hunt mentality um, where um, we, we want people wearing this stuff out west, you know, um, hunting elk in the mountains to turkey hunting to um, all sorts of different types, styles of hunting, um, which is super exciting. And actually, we have some really exciting stuff happening in 2022. I, I can't quite talk about quite yet but a lot some of it's geared towards getting on that turkey hunting um uh train a little bit more with the product so um i'll be i'll be super uh maybe we'll hop on a, a call here sooner and later when i can actually start talking about that stuff a little bit more but um that's pretty much blocker in a nutshell we also have um we have a whole line of uh liquids like uh field sprays and shampoos and so on and so forth like we do on the scent lock side too so there's a whole array of products um and uh it's it's another great thing about uh shield series is we kind of pride ourselves at kind of being um in that value um zone where it's uh affordable but we don't skimp out on technology or um quality as well so now that's the reason i ask because um you know i, I want to say this in a in a nice way because I, you know i don't want to put down the people who owned it before but um, you know, Blocker had that 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 um, perception of being cheap gear. Uh, you know, you could run to Cabela's or or run to Academy and pick it up for cheap, and it was and it was cheap quality gear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what it was. But upon Nexus acquiring it, um, it has taken leaps and bounds in the in the in the quality direction without taking leaps and bounds in the price direction. Um, so you still get incredibly uh, good priced gear, but it's it's a lot better quality than it than it used to be. Um, so if you haven't checked out Blocker, um, you know since 2018, 2019, whenever that happened, I would encourage you to check it out because it's incredibly high quality gear, um, but the price tag didn't go up. So um, check out Blocker. Um, but that's, that's why I asked because, you know, um, I remember the switch. Like I remember that taking place. Um, I remember, I I don't, I don't know the exact situation, but I remember somebody like having a blocker jacket. I'm like, dude, that's not the same. That's not the same quality that I remember blocker like that. That's, that's different. You could tell by the zipper, by the seams, like that's different. And, uh, and then I started doing a little bit of looking into it. This is before I ever worked for Nexus or, or worked with you guys at all. Um, I remember thinking like something happened and looking into it a little bit and realizing that it had been sold and, and acquired by the same company that owns Scentlock. And I'm like, well, that explains it. 
Yeah, no, thanks for noticing that, Dylan. It, yeah, our product team, from what I hear, did uh, went leaps and bounds. Um, you know, trying to excel that product, but still stay within like that kind of uh, blue collar, you could say, price range um, to accommodate those people who are still, you know, big um, scent blocker users. And um, we obviously we wanted to keep that that crowd and you know work our way into other avenues as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, man, I, I heard this this morning, and this has nothing to do with hunting a- at all, um, but it blew my mind. South African woman this week broke the Guinness's world record and gave birth to 10 children. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's that's scary. I, I <laughs> that is scary. I just saw it this morning. Right there, man. I saw it this morning, and it's been on my mind because I'm like, good Lord, if that was my wife, hunting is done for for the next, you know, however many years. Um, <laughs> oh. But back to, you know, back to the whole traveling thing and being gone so much, I told my wife, I'm so anxious. Uh, I mean, my boy's about to be three, and I told my wife, I'm like, when this kid's like six, seven, you're never going to see us. Like, we're just going to be gone all the time. And, uh, and, and I was like, you know, any events I go to, he's coming with me. And she oh, was like, she was yeah. like, Dylan, you do understand he has to like go to school and stuff, right? And I'm like, no. No, no, he, don't. We'll no, no he don't. He'll be fine. I'm like, Matt never went to school and he's fine. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to lay out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I shouldn't say that kind of stuff. But no, I, that's what I told her. I'm like, man, listen, when this kid's six, seven, eight, you're never going to see us in the fall because he's just going to be with me at all times. And uh, But then I thought, Lord, if I had 10 children um, – I, I can't take all 10 of them. You better have you some big box stands. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, real quick, before I ask you guys um, what I want to ask you, let me give a quick thank you to my friends over at Selway Archery. Um, Selway makes the finest slide-on quivers um, for recurves and longbows. Now, I say slide-on. They do have bolt-on. They have strap-on. They have all the different kinds of attachments for recurves. But their slide-on quivers are my favorite by far because they, they also, you know, it's wrapped around your limb with thick rubber, and so it acts as a dampener for your recurve. Uh, but Selway Archery has done it well and done it for a long time. And, uh, you know, I understand looking at a traditional quiver thinking 100 bucks, 110 bucks, you know, whichever one you pick. It's real leather, rawhide hood, and the foam is high quality. It's going to last you forever. Um, so I always tell people, just get it, and I promise you it'll last you seasons and seasons and seasons uh, rather than you know buying a cheap plastic quiver um, that's going to bend and break, and you got to buy a new one in a year and a half. Um, so check out Selway Archery. They make the finest quivers on planet Earth for all your traditional archers. Um, gentlemen. Uh, I know I asked Matt this last time, uh, but you guys know that Fred Bear was big on his field notes. And Matt, no cheating because I already went back and listened to the last field note you gave me, so you can't give me the same one. Uh, Fred Bear was big on his field notes. Um, What's the one field note you guys have taken over the years um, that I can apply to my hunting and make myself a better hunter with? Well, I suppose I should go first. Drum roll, uh, Steve. Drum roll, Steve. Let's hear it, brother. You know, it's funny. I, I thought about this in the car today. You know, I, I do, I drive 45 minutes to work and so I got a lot of time to think and, um, man, I, I think of so many ideas and I'll listen to your podcast and I'm like, man, that guy took my idea. So, um, one big one, I feel like it's been, I, I don't know if it's just become bigger because of the communication through social media, but it's milkweed for your windicator by far. 
Um, you know, I grew up using that powder bottle and then you got these guys with little vaporizer puffs and stuff. You're only going to see your, the direction of the wind, um, for what, five feet, 10 feet max. Um, maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating 10 yards, but, uh, milkweed has been a game changer for me just to figure out not only wind, but also see what my thermals are doing where I'm sitting. Um, I don't know if you guys have any experience with milkweed, but that's been one of my, one of my number one game changers in the last uh, few years now. And, and it's, it's free. <laughs> you just, uh, you go harvest it from the side of the road, side of a trail, uh, put a slit in the little pod, let it dry out for a few days, maybe a little bit more, and then pull out the little white fuzzies. And I keep a little like, um, it's a little rubber, uh, you know, like those little coin purses where you squeeze and it, it opens up the slit or whatever. I keep it stacked yeah. in one of those. And then I almost like if I can pull, I can pull out a few and have them stick on that edge. And it's almost like a Kleenex dispenser. I can like pull them out and they'll pull a couple more out like halfway. So then I don't have, there's like minimal movement. I can throw it out and I can watch it for like, I don't know, fifth, depending like I'm here, if I'm, you know, if I'm in the timber, I'm not going to see it super far away, but I mean, 50, 70 yards at times. And, um, it's just been a game changer for me, to tell you the truth. Nice. That's a good yeah. one, man. Steve just took yeah. a scent indicator and to the whole next level. <laughs> to the- he can only say that because they don't sell scent indicators. <laughs> yeah, I know it, right? <laughs> man, I felt bad. One time I, I uh, we were at Cabela's, me and Aaron Amber, um, who, if you don't remember him on the show, he's the president of Nexus. And uh, we were at Cabela's having a good time recording and, and, uh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going on this because I listen. I, <laughs> I got in trouble. Uh, I got in trouble for two reasons. I kept heckling people walking by. Uh, we were sitting there recording, and uh, and I would stop like a guy walking in would be wearing Sitka, and I'm like, dude, do you not even know who this guy is? This is the president of Nexus, and you're coming over here with Sitka, and uh, <laughs> and so I got in trouble for that. But also, uh, the tip I gave that episode was, uh, you know, just run to the beauty department at Walmart. And find, you know, un unhunting branded, uh, unscented deodorant, and it's like ninety seven cents. Or you can run and and you know grab the the hunting specific uh, deodorant, and it'd be seven bucks. And uh, Aaron said, "Well, you know, we sell uh, scent free deodorant, right?" And I'm like, well, walk right into that one, huh? I'm like, well, now they can go get it for ninety seven cents instead of going and paying seven bucks for it. <laughs> Except ours isn't seven bucks, though. I think he was a little off there when he said seven bucks. He, I was like, yeah, I think, I think it's like four. Perhaps. He might have been but including. He might have been including taxes and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe air inflating it. You know, no. Oh, um, now you guys, in all seriousness, though. Um, Oz by Scentlock has changed the game when it comes to scent control. Um, and that's what the Oz Infuse. That's one of my favorite products on planet Earth. Um, if you're not familiar with it, it's a water bottle. And uh, you press a little button and it infuses regular tap water with ozone. So I never have to buy scent spray again. And I haven't in two years. Um, just an incredible product. And every time a friend sees it, like when I'm pulling up to a spot and, uh, you know, I just press the button, you know, 90 seconds before I pull up and, and so it's infusing the water and then I'll get there. I spray down and my friends are like, what did you just do, man? And I tell them and their minds are blown. And, uh, so that really has changed the, the scent cover game for me. Um, now I do have a question because as I started talking about that, Steve, I looked over at it and it's full of water. So I'm like, well, that's still full of water from the, from the fall. 
Um, does water go bad in that thing? You know what, Dylan? I couldn't answer that, but I would probably suggest just, you know, emptying it and let it dry out. Um, just just basic care stuff like I feel like you would do with like anything. Just basically um, take care of it like a human being and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep maintenance on it and you should be good. Yeah. Yeah, he said if you don't leave it sitting there for a year, it's okay. Uh, but I just looked over and it's full to the brim with water. Um, you know, so- a little pro tip is I, I actually don't fill mine all the way up so that um, the water is even more infused with ozone. That's, Ooh, a, good, good that's a good tip. Because yeah. you don't use all the water in it and then you just keep some bottled water in your car and, you know, fill it up when you need, when need be. But one thing you do have to be careful of, and I think this happened to someone, is freezing temps you gotta you gotta make sure that maybe before you're going in um i would dump that thing out you know just so just in case if it because if it's gonna be a cold car for hours and you're at you're in the negatives or if you're in the you know single digits there there might be there might be a chance that it might freeze i've had just regular field spray freeze before in the past too so just just something to think about when it comes to basic maintenance on those things he said when it comes to common sense which dylan doesn't have (laughs) Dump Here's out. your sign right there. <laughs> yeah. No, he said no. He Matt, said no extra charge. Yeah, <laughs> that's free. No, uh, I love the thing. I use it. I use it in my house. I mean, I feel like I use it in my. I mean, hunting's like what three months a year, you know? Like especially like big game when scents really, you know, the thing. Uh, I mean, you you hunt hogs and stuff. I don't, but um, I use that thing in my kitchen, my house. I wipe down stainless steel appliances with it and it's it's, oh. it's great man i've already told my wife i've already told my wife when i get that camper i gotta get an extra one so it can just stay in the camper yeah you gotta get a, gotta get a white one i think those appeal to the the ladies a little bit more yeah they don't absolutely. they don't clash with their kitchens and everything else it goes with everything so <laughs> yeah that's why they exactly. like them matt what's your field note you got for us man well it's my field note well, Steve, he, said, he like. said, I really like to use this stuff called milkweed and uh, <laughs> a, a wind indicator. <laughs> oh, man. That was good, though. He put a lot of effort in that one. I'll give it yeah, a 10. Yeah, that was a well-thought-out one, man. You know, I you podcast off it. I've, been, I've been ready for a while. Right? You get some guys on here. Um, you get some guys on here, and they're like, well, I don't pee in the wind. And I'm like, good. That's great. Uh, no, that was a really good tip. That really will help me out. Um, I did have last week, we had the guys from wise eye technology on, and, uh, it was funny cause they had talked about down South they're out of Louisiana. And he's like, you know, if we don't catch fish, we just eat the bait. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, there you go, <laughs> man, them some hardcore boys. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Now for somebody who kills 847 deer a year, Matt, you've got to have <laughs> something for us. I don't know if I want to let all that out of the bag or not. Uh, <laughs> I would say my or what just comes to my mind right now is don't overthink it and, uh, you know, trust your instinct and let it unfold and, and make moves after that. I mean, what makes a killer is instinct. You got to have a killer instinct to be able to read and to adapt. And, uh, I think if you sit there and, you know, think about the situation too much and it always happens with a big deer. I don't care who you are, how many big deer you killed, when you got a bunch of 120s and 130s on camera, or you're seeing them, you're like, oh, okay, you know, and you go out and go kill them. But then, you know, you get a 160 plus on there, you start thinking, you start second guessing yourself, you start second guessing every move you're going to make, and you start calling buddies. Hey, man, what do you think I ought to do? 
Well, the reason that deer is so tough to hunt is because you're sitting there second guessing everything that you should be doing. And that's yeah, when I think you good. need to, that's when I think you need to, you know, you know, that killer instinct kicks in and, you know, follow your gut. And, uh, no, that's good. That's a good I, one. You know, I think that that has a lot to do with, you know, success rate in the woods. And you can tell, you know, there's a, you know, there's hunters and then, you know, or deer hunters and then there's deer killers. Same way there's turkey hunters and there's turkey killers. You know, it just depends on what side of the fence you want to be sitting on that, you know. And I think instinct comes in, you know, 100% play on that. I'm not going to lie, man. As soon as you started that tip, you're like, don't overthink it. And I'm like, kind of like you didn't overthink this tip. Uh, but but then it turned out to be a good one, man. Well, I had a point behind it, you know. Yeah, no, I liked it. I it liked good. it. It's My good. tip for you is that if you have an Oz infuse, uh, empty it out at the end of the season and don't leave it full of water. <laughs> and, t- and take it and get it serviced every three months. <laughs> yeah, send it in to Steve. Send it in to Steve. Let him do it, uh, clean it on it and service it. No. Uh, speaking of scent lock, I've uh, or of scent control, I've shared this tip before, uh, but I love this tip, and that's just eat an apple. We're all we're all about scent control, and and I'm all about snacks in the tree stand. Um, and apples actually act as an odor neutralizer. Um, so as you eat them, it's killing the the bacteria and the scent in your mouth. Um, so so if you are going to pack snacks to go to the tree stand, pack an apple, and then you know munch on that, and it acts as an odor neutralizer um, in the in for your mouth in the tree stand. So uh, that's my little tip. Yeah, I actually do the same thing, Don. And it's a good tip for sure. Shout out to Mark Kenyon. He's the one I heard say that. Um, oh no, you know I was I was trying to think back who I did, how I heard did that, and you're right. Yeah, um, and I guess he knows a little bit about killing big deer, so I listened to him. Um, gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming on. It's been a real pleasure, um, and I hope that uh, I hope we get to hook up this year, and and nobody in, in Steve's family decides to get married during hunting season again, because uh, it would be a blast to go hunt together. Oh, I'd love it. I'll make sure it doesn't happen. <laughs> All right, Jim. We're gonna hold hey, you to. We're gonna hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I said it. I said it on the podcast. It's no, recorded, I'm, man. Yeah. Now, you, now we got you now, bud. <laughs> well, gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming on, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, have a great week, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. 